0: Please roll a will save for me.
1: Oh, a, 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 wi- a will? A will. A will? A will. Can I sketch the room based on that? Yeah, or, sure. Okay, thank you. I tried sketching the room, but he said it was wrong.
0: Yeah, it's because you added a window. There are, notably, there is
2: only... It was
1: an artistic touch!
2: I am either extremely tired, or this other watch can change
1: how time
2: flows.
1: It's okay, we're all going to sleep and die tonight. I'm ready for my interrogation.
0: Well, at least you are no stranger to talking. What are you doing in this town?
1: I have my mission. I look to complete it. Nechia? Oh. Did we somehow obtain a sugar daddy while we were asleep?
0: Everyone in your group will be assigned a, how would you say, handler? No. Well, good morning. Uh, My name's Antonio De Forte.
1: None of you were handcuffed down to chair by scary and slightly attractive men? I wish I was. No, 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 No,
0: you don't. Everybody and welcome back to the odd campaign. This is season three, episode 20, the last episode before the break. So let's just get into the swing of things with character introductions, starting with the man on my right. Oh, you're, that you're, is mate, you're, you. the you're the my, only you're other my, man. You're, you're, my, you're, my, you're also the <laughs> only other man, unless I'm including Wilson
2: <laughs> being myself. <laughs> Hello, everyone. My name is Daniel, and I play Daniel because I'm original.
1: How original?
2: Incredibly. I am the resident healer of the group, and most of the time, I am spending my healing time making sure Sal doesn't die. Occasionally other people. Occasionally, but mostly Sal.
1: Hi, I'm RL, and I play Elias, the Russian spy who is really sucks at her job, honestly. I mean, to be fair, she is a newbie, but... Jeez, come on, get some skill. Whoever's playing her must be terrible at playing a spy or didn't do their research properly. Or isn't a spy. Or isn't a real life spy. Fun fact about Aaliyah she's ambidextrous. She can write with both her left and right hand because she felt like only writing with one was weak. Well, hi guys, I'm Snow and I play Snow in the podcast. She is the leader of the Odd Guild alongside with her faithful wolf companion, N'Chia, who is the king. That is right, Nichia, you good boy. And currently Snow is upset and wearing a onesie because she doesn't want to deal with children while wearing a onesie. Not specifically because she's wearing the onesie, but because she doesn't want to deal with children while she is indeed wearing a onesie at this time.
0: Uh, hi, I'm Wilson. I'm the resident cavalier of the group. I am still confused why Snow came downstairs wearing a dinosaur onesie. Uh, but other than that, I have my faithful horse companion, Angus, who is currently at the stables and not with me because we are in a bustling city and he does not fit very well. Uh, hi, I'm, I'm Selena. I'm the resident druid and younger sister of Galahan. Uh, I am kind of just here after having a nice cup of tea with Isabel and ...being kind of envious that I also don't have a onesie to wear. (laughs) Uh, but without further ado, you were all headed to the mortuary, so let's see if you can decipher these riddles of a dead man. You all ended up leaving Casa Benadine, which is the restaurant... And you are all heading out, and uh, begrudgingly to your dismay, you did see Luca enter the car that you are all riding in.
1: Uh, so we're are we riding in the limo?
0: You are riding in the stretch limousine, and
1: am I sitting next to Dante? You are
0: sitting next to Dante. <laughs> Luca is to at least per your instructions is attempting to be at least thirty feet away from you, so he is sitting at the opposite side on like the far corner away from you in the stretch limousine.
1: No, nah, no, nah, he, he should he... be trailing after the car. <laughs> I thought I could run.
0: Uh, so, yeah, Dante is next to uh, Elias. Antonio is next to Daniel. Those uh, four are sitting on one side and Luca would be on the far corner, the furthest possible away from Snow. So it would be like Luca, Dante, Elias, Daniel, Antonio. And then on the opposite side, you would have the rest of the group comprised of Isabella, Selena. Paul, Wilson, and then Snow. So it's five and five. Very even, very nicely balanced. Ten people in the back of the Stretch Limousine currently has been instructed to take you to the Bureau of Medical Assistance. And you're on your way there.
1: Uh, so uh, morgue is in Bureau of Medical Assistance.
0: Yeah, that, that that's, I mean, I don't know where you normally keep your mortuaries, but normally we keep them where the dead bodies come from.
1: Usually we keep them away from other alive people.
0: Yeah, that's why they're on a separate subfloor. Oh Yeah, makes sense, doesn't
1: it? I guess. So, do we want to kind of uh, game plan what we want to ask dead people? Because as we know, they only have a couple questions. Uh, well, it depends, Daniel. How many spells have you prepared so far? Absolutely none, because oh.
2: I woke up on the bar stool. So,
1: Okay. between
2: uh, then and now, it has been approximately, what, 20 minutes?
1: Yeah, we're gonna need. Uh, how long are you gonna need?
2: It takes an hour.
1: Oh, this is it's not, just nothing. How far away are we from the morgue? This is like ten minutes. So you do the math, guys.
0: Yeah, we we need fifty minutes of just sitting in the car. But I mean, I guess we can deliberate.
2: We could while uh, we're get to gonna...
1: know each other a little bit. Maybe play a game of petty kick.
2: Or I'll just do my preparation of the spells when we get there and we can plan now.
1: I mean did those all work? Both both of them equal out to a certain amount of time that has to be spent regardless well beyond the initial obvious question of who killed you we should maybe try to get information on what he saw or they saw That's Uh, a good idea Maybe also ask them about Camille, if they maybe saw her, knew her, or had interactions with someone who worked with her or something.
2: Yeah, that that is a good idea, just to make sure that... uh. Uh, Can I um, clarify something real quick? Who are
0: you? The name's Antonio. Okay. Uh, So, if you're all going to be traveling in a group, you don't need all of us here, per se. You probably just keep two or three of us around. And It'll be a lot easier to get into buildings if you don't need that many clearance passes, so... I would probably just pick a couple of us, and if you plan on splitting up to investigate things separately like we thought you are... Then you can just uh, ask any one of the assistants, and then they'll get in contact with us, and we'll meet you at a designated location. Oh, that's good to know.
1: Well, only one of us can speak with the dead, or cast the spell, so we have to stick together. What else would we investigate, places that they were taken?
0: I mean, that's not my job, but, uh, oh, I mean, I figured, well, when it sounded like you all wanted to go to the morgue, so I'm saying, oh, you guys can go to the morgue, but you don't need all of us guys to come with you, so you could pick, like, two of us, and then we watch over the lot of you as the two of us, because you don't need, like, six people watching six other people, that seems a little redundant.
1: I mean, it's already redundant snow glares at Luca.
0: I'm just saying that if you were to split off and go on by your lonesome, the point of this is that so no one is alone. So you always have somebody there. But if you're already in a group, then you're inherently not alone.
1: Aren't you guys more concerned about yourself since you're the ones getting picked off by whoever's killing you? I mean... Shouldn't you be under our protection? That yeah, sure does make good point.
0: We, we have enough resources to go around. Also, if all of yeah, us are not Yeah, that's how all be-
1: your other people died. Well,
0: the reason that they died, thank you very much, is because most of them were picked off at night when they were by themselves alone in desolate locations.
1: So what they're saying is never to be alone at night. That
0: would probably be a good idea.
1: Elias looks at Dante. <laughs> I
0: don't know why I'm being glared at, but okay.
1: I'm not. I'm not glaring at him.
0: Uh huh.
1: Elias just thinks it's inappropriate for a man and woman to stay together overnight. I feel like I could be useful. Um,
0: I have a high clearance on all of the floors, so if you ever wanted to go in and look anywhere in the bureau,
2: um, I could be helped. That could be useful at some point. So maybe I
1: stay? And How Luca looks really excited. You go back to your home. Oh.
0: Okay. Um,
1: uh, maybe he stay with us. No. Why would you ask him to go home if he would be all useful? He's oh, wait, not. Dante, are you telling me this child has higher clearance than you do?
2: Mmm. <sighs> I'm going to take that as a yes. He is a courier,
0: which means he has exclusive access granted to him by the higher officials to deliver very classified information. So, yes, he would have access to specific floors that no one else here would.
1: So I guess uh, in some instances uh, he is more important than you, don't they?
0: No. Not even close. Don't um, don't even.
1: I think he is very important. Uh, we should definitely I keep him in I think he
0: is a useful asset which should not be undermined.
1: Mm, unlike you, who is a also very useful asset.
2: Maybe we shouldn't agitate the people who I'm are trying. I'm not agitating, oh, you're Daniel.
1: I am. I play. I just. I just, Daniel. Dante knows I just he knows I joke you don't you Dante don't you know I joke Russians have a very strange sense of humor they do our sense of humor is highly insulting the other party until they get irritated enough so they laugh out of frustration isn't that just flirting no (laughs) flirting is uh, is uh, complimenting with the intent of romance
0: Wilson takes out journal (laughs) begins writing
1: Uh, like a. like, if I were to say snow you have such a beautiful hair I would love to mm-hmm. smell it sometimes that are would good. be These are good examples so me like, <laughs> don't ever say that okay, like please good, it's never a good ever that of is what not I to do that don't ever just uh, try to sniff a person's hair that, that is why you do ask permission.
2: me uh, okay. I don't know if you all know this, but even though I can cast speak with dead, that doesn't mean they have to be truthful with me. Oh. So if you guys, in the hour that I have to prepare the spells, can try digging up information on these people, that might be really useful in case they do try lying to us.
1: Or we bring along some of the members of this group looking at the different handlers but ignoring Luca entirely just looking over his head members of this group who might have had a relationship of some sort with those other part of those dead persons we might be able to get more accurate or more willing information
2: that is true
1: well Luca did you ever deliver information to these dead individuals leave the child out of this
0: (laughs) I actually worked with the last victim oh Oh,
1: okay We we already talked to the last victim Snow, I feel like you're getting really
0: defensive.
1: Look, look, come, come here, Luca. come here. It's and okay. and he
0: kind of he looks at Elias, and then he looks at Snow, and then he looks at Elias, and then he looks at Snow, and then he looks at Elias, and then he looks at Snow.
1: Luca, look, <laughs> come, 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 come come here. Don't Jail. she? she is, um... <laughs> she's um. I think she's pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> the way you're saying, come, come here. <laughs> no, look at, don't, don't not pay attention to what Snow says. She is biased against people with blonde hair. Oh. Do you see my hair? Do you see how she bets everything that I, I say? Do. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes I do. Bias with people with oh, do not pay attention to it, Loki. Okay? It's not your sense. fault. Snowcast, crushing despair on Elias. Oh. <laughs> oh. Do I have to roll a will save? No, will right? save
0: against that. What's the save oh. DC, Snow?
1: The save DC for that spell is 16. I rolled a 12.
0: Yeah. Uh. It tell me what what, is she, what debilitating debuff she's under right now for crushing despair. And
1: how long does it last? Hold on, give me one second. Snow. You kept you're poking the bull. You get the horns. It's one minute per level. Uh, oh. <laughs>
0: this is what you cast on Wilson.
1: It's a cone shaped burst <laughs> <laughs> of thirty feet. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: you're at the head of the car so you're hitting everyone in the vehicle except
1: Wilson who's right next to me and whoever's next to me it's cone shaped so it goes out in front but it's i'm aiming it direct, like i'm looking at Elias as i do it
0: looking at Elias okay <laughs> be glad you're missing Selena Wait, would that hit me too?
1: It's an invisible cone of despair, causes great sadness in the subjects. Each affected creature takes a minus two penalty on attack rolls, saving throws, ability checks, skill checks, and weapon damage rolls.
2: Oh, I'm
0: so glad I have prayer. Yes, you have to roll will safe as well, Daniel, because you're sitting directly next to Elias. You would be hit. Mm, 21 for will. Oh, you're fine.
1: Whoa, what the heck is your will? 11. Wow.
0: Wow. So you feel crushing despair and you are overwhelmed with sadness and now taking minus two to a bunch of effects. I don't
1: know why, but I, she just doesn't like blonds, and I don't know why. I did not do anything. I did not ask to be born with beautiful, luscious locks on white snow. It is not my fault.
0: Likewise, I didn't ask to be born with white hair. Oh, and Dante starts crying directly no. beside
2: her.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know,
0: I try really hard, too.
1: Um, Elias is going to lean towards Dante. It's okay. Your white hair is so beautiful and majestic. This is going to go on for about... It's a good thing you don't know have blonde hair because... They- Snow would not
0: like you. Uh, but look at your blonde hair, it's so beautiful. No, long, no, your white on, hair is like
1: freshly little snow on Mother it's Russia. So it's beautiful. so pretty. Snow just looks at everyone else. This is going to go on for about 10 minutes, so brace yourselves. Why? Why did
2: you do this to us?
1: Because she's irritating me. Is this not worse? Ah. <sighs> I'm just gonna walk Your the rest of the like way at this point. Of great autumn, oh my the god, harvest. the white goes so much better with the red than my ugly yellow. Oh
2: my god, She hit anyone behind us? Yes, <laughs> I had to roll for street pedestrians. <laughs> does Daniel notice any street pedestrians who are just you know look cripplingly depressed? It wouldn't go
1: through walls. Um, spells oh, are very spells are very particular.
2: Okay, unfortunately, no. Oh darn. I was going to say that there was going to be a buggy pulled over and a
0: man's going to be crying pulled over on the side of the road.
1: Uh, so, me and Dante are, are crying. Are just sobbing,
0: his together. arms around you now, and my, you're kind I, of like my, lightly I gave him embracing. A hug too, yeah, uh. exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm sorry about how I treated you. It's just oh, my job. To, it's to it's really so hard. You know? I put a I'm so a lot of pressure. I want to with sometimes. people
1: who just, are attracted. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so sad. Twice. Can we roll down the windows in the car?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: Okay. Snow rolls down one of the windows. She just sticks his head out. Snow light steps on top of the car after sticking her head out and <gasps> looking. And she's going to sit On top of there. the limo? Yep. Roll a perception check. Okay. 23. This interaction with Dante is my most favorite thing that has happened in the entire game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. Amidst this bustling morning, you see a number of onlookers peering onto you. Uh... Roll a acrobatics to stay on top of the vehicle because it is a somewhat slippery, sleek surface. 24. You're able to maintain your footing relatively well. And as you look out above, you can see that you're passing down the main street of Ereveldum with the tall buildings stretching on on either side and various pedestrians walking down the sidewalks. You even take a minute to look at the weather and it looks as if clouds are rolling in and it might rain soon.
1: Ah, Perfect.
0: But as of right now, it's only mostly cloudy and enough sun for you to go about.
1: I'm just sitting on the top of the car listening to them crying inside. I made sure to leave the window <laughs> open, by the way.
0: Very nice. The is sticking his head out with his tongue sticking out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, so that just happened. Um, I, I guess we're going to make our way to the mortuary. Dano, did you have a preference on who joined us?
1: You know, I think that, that they should
0: join us. He's worked so hard. And no one appreciates him. Also, I've already been to the morgue a couple times, so they'll recognize me.
1: Oh.
2: oh, that would be very helpful. Thank you, Dante. Yeah, see,
1: Dante, some people appreciate you. They're like, oh, I, least you pretty my, white
0: hair blue. Thank you.
2: Daniel's going to turn to Selena and give her an exasperated look of, like, oh my god, why is this happening to us right now? Uh,
0: I don't know. I just don't know. Makes me wanna cry.
2: <laughs> I'm going to gently tap Selena on the shoulder and be like, "It's okay. Th- it this will be over as, soon."
0: It seems as if the person who's indicated to be her handler is currently like rubbing her her back between her shoulder blades in a circular motion, attempting to calm her down. But eventually, you make your way to the Bureau of Medical Assistance, and everyone begins to exit the vehicle. Snow just hops down from the roof. I have a clenched jaw. <laughs> <laughs> Due to seething anger. <laughs>
1: the sound of silence, finally, at last.
2: You know, you could have just jumped out of the car the first time and not subjected to the rest of us to that torture.
1: To be fair, she started it.
2: To be fair, you cast it.
1: I did, what? but she continued it. <laughs> that was intentional.
0: Wait, what happened? Nothing, nothing, nothing at all. Oh, okay, that was weird. Uh, so I'm sorry about that. Uh, that's. I don't normally lose <coughs> my composure.
1: Neither do I. Russians yep. do not cry in front of people.
0: Yeah, I don't uh, normally have these issues, but uh, I guess I stayed up too late last night. <clears throat> it's fine, it's fine.
2: Does anyone else hear of the people meant to escort us? Have any other personal relations with the other two dead people in question? They all look back and forth and shake their head. Wonderful. So we're taking Dante for one, and now I need to pick someone else.
1: We don't oh, necessarily oh, need anyone oh, else. Oh, oh Ooh, uh, no, Luca! Uh, Luca, the oh. Luca, the, uh, the one that is like uh, Clarence. No. Clarence, no. No. Well, no. You are just prejudiced against blonde people, Snow. Actually, the boy. S-
2: Snow, Snow, hear me out. This is not going to be a particularly dangerous section. So if we take him, that'll make Mama Maria happy, assuming she was the one who put you up to this. I mean, she is the mother. Do you think
1: I care what that woman wants? Probably. It'll
2: make our lives easier.
1: Do you think I care what that woman wants? Probably deep down do you want her love and affection because you could not get it from your mother. No. I assume. My mother gave me a lot of love and affection. In fact, I absolutely loathe her for that. Wow.
2: Well, this is getting really deep. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, going places. I didn't expect this to go. Yeah, I didn't. Love to um, leave a little bit more information than I need to know. But anyway, if we take Luca now, might set us off the hook for later.
1: I've also been to the morgue before. Right? Oh, so That's you're all. comfortable looking at bodies that have giant bolts drilled in their head, blood oozing out of orifices that you didn't know were there. I'm. Re- Can I roll intimidate? Sure. Uh, I rolled nineteen, so that is thirty total.
0: You see as he oh, begins to music. cry, but stifled, he's trying to hold it in. But it seems as if the description you gave struck a chord within him, which is making him relive a traumatic
2: memory.
1: Snow, why must you be so mean to children? To keep them from getting into trouble. Mm-hmm.
2: I saw way worse things at 16. I'm sure he'll be fine.
1: Yeah, Snow just looks <laughs> Everyone just turns at their at head at Daniel. <laughs>
0: i've been down in the morgue before too uh had me write down all of the notes on the second victim so i am familiar
2: with the case oh okay so would the people in question perhaps recognize you and perhaps be more willing to talk with us
0: uh, the, the, i only knew the third person very well um but uh you've already it sounds like you have talked to him but I know the case of the second victim and they know me in the morgue and I have clearance on all of the levels in the hospital.
2: So perhaps you actually will be useful in determining whether they're actually telling the truth or not.
0: I could probably help.
1: I mean, they don't really have a reason to lie. They don't
2: know who I am. I am just suddenly... They'll know
1: probably who Dante is.
2: I look at Dante. I look back at Elias. I look at Dante. I look back at Elias.
1: He's a pretty noticeable uh, person.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I am normally the bartender as well,
0: so most people who come in, in and out of the restaurant uh, You're recognize a me. You are bartender.
2: Yeah.
1: I know I liked you for some reason!
2: Daniel has a confused look on his face. He knows their first long-term introduction in the basement went like an interrogation and that typically isn't how you make friends with people. I
0: I feel like it should be you who makes the final decision, but I kind of agree with Daniel's logic that if there ever were a time during the whole investigatory process where Luca wasn't in danger, it would probably be now. And he might be kind of
2: useful in this situation. It's not like Speak with Dead turns them into flesh-eating zombies or something.
0: Not like we have to kill a lich after we resurrect them. It's just like they
1: they poof. Don't don't even say that, Wilson. What? You never know. You never know. What What is she talking about? I I don't don't know.
2: I don't know. Um, I guess we'll never know. If
1: it's
0: all the same to you guys, I don't particularly feel like going down there.
2: That is entirely understandable. So
0: uh, I'll probably head back being escorted by all the other handlers who don't end up going with you.
1: I'll go with you.
0: You, But don't you want to examine I
1: told you I told you. I've taken you under my wing. I promised to look after you. And if I'm not with you, I'm not looking after you very well. Now am I.
0: I? I was just going to go back to the house.
1: Snore, are we supposed to do this without you? You're able to. Um, but it would just be me, Daniel, and, uh, hey, and I'll the... will be there. Oh, and Wilson? Uh, yeah. You don't want to go to Snow Wilson?
0: I mean, I. I, I you need
1: do, to think, but
2: yeah. you also feel re- responsible for helping us with this case because you have this duty.
1: Well, the uh, well, very uh, uh, we have an hour to wait while Daniel prepares his uh, Spookamakokas whales. Uh, so yes, those. Spookamakokas. Spookamakokas. Must Spookamakokas. Spills.
2: In the meantime, you guys can talk with Draken and S. Not that Um, you can really talk with S. Are they there? Are they here? Well, yeah, I mean, Draken told us to meet him at the morgue in the morning.
1: All right, uh, Daniel, uh, Wilson, uh, whoever, Paul, uh, mm, uh, uh, Snow picks up Selena and throws her over her shoulder.
0: Okay. Excuse me, ma'am? No,
1: Natchia. Okay. Okay, okay,
0: Hold on, Natchia, you're coming downstairs.
1: Yes, you're coming inside. Oh well, where, where am I going? Come on, Selina. They're going to want to... They need Luca, apparently. Uh, okay, but I'm not going in the morgue. No, no. We're going to stay upstairs. Upstairs? Oh, in like the waiting room? Yeah, that works. But, okay. Then what is use of you coming? You want Luca, and he refuses to leave. No, 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 no. You know what? I don't think we need Luca. Uh, Mister important. Don't they it get... come? Go, go get us well, where we need to I go. I mean,
0: yeah, I can come with you
2: guys, but... Daniel at this point is just going to shrug and start walking into the hospital because at this point he just doesn't care.
1: Aleus will also start walking okay. in. Okay, uh, well, uh,
0: Snow, I guess I'll see you wherever you decide to go. Okay, bye. And he just like looks very torn and keeps looking back at you and the rest of everyone else and then back at you and then like the rest back at everyone else like did I leave her? She seems really upset did I comfort her? I don't know
1: no no we also and it is time uh, to let lady have time abroad okay. she seems very uh, with oh, this word on oh, edge hold.
0: frustrated uh irritated. irritated agitated.
1: you guys know I can hear you right? hope you feel better snow
0: and Wilson just kind of scurries back into the metal she
1: eats a bread roll <laughs> She ducks. She just um, does the two-arm gesture in the air. <gasps> uh-huh.
0: By the way, your bread roll was like completely askew from where he was. You were throwing it emotionally. It landed like 10 feet to the left of him. It never had chance. And he still ducked. Yeah, he still <laughs> ducked instinctually. Uh,
1: so are we going inside?
0: So you, Wilson, and Daniel are all making your way inside. Along with Along our handler? with Dante and Antonio.
1: What about Wilson's handler? Handle
0: uh, he did not come with you.
1: Oh.
0: Uh, I told Paul to, to hang back with the rest of the people.
1: It's okay. Paul doesn't look cool anyway. Well,
0: I see. Paul's a really cool guy.
1: I mean, I... He's sure. the, he's the he person does. who seats people like, at the restaurant. But gestures at her costume and Dante's costume, it doesn't fit the uh, aesthetic.
0: Well, neither do I. What about Daniel?
1: It's okay. You're handsome, little boy. And Daniel is useful.
0: I don't know whether I should feel demeaned or complimented.
1: Aleus Frankly, pats I'm confused, too. Elias pats Wilson's head. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um,
0: All right, everyone. As you are once again going through the front entrance of the Bureau of Medical Assistance, you approach through the multiple glass doors which line the top of the staircase entering the building into the main echoing foyer. With the tall triangular glass ceilings, to the right of you, you are greeted by the familiar clacking of the typewriter.
1: Mm. This place gives me the hippie-jippies.
2: Daniel chuckles, chuckles to himself a little bit and thinks, hmm, I wonder if Stefan is going to be here again.
1: Daniel, don't you need time to prepare your spells? Do we want to wait in lobby while you do that? Uh, because I
2: mean, I don't think that all the NPCs around here are going to take well to me preparing my spells and just sitting there I not if there's a bathroom
0: anything. Guru, and a toilet stall
1: in the for hour,
0: maybe you that's had, not like, the worst idea i've heard Maybe Wilson. you had like a lot of, maybe you had too much I don't, fiber
1: don't you have like goddess or something yeah you think your goddess will appreciate you preparing your special spells on toilet can
2: i pray to her and ask that
1: <laughs> <laughs> would you like roll a knowledge religion to
0: see if your goddess would be offended about spell preparation on the toilet <laughs>
2: Nice. Daniel just kind of shrugs. I mean, she'd probably be happier if I did it near clocks, though. So.
0: But toilets are also technically
2: feats of engineering. So this
0: is true. Who knows? It's a 50-50. It could be a gamble. Oh, uh, So you guys want us to, like, escort you to the morgue? Yeah, it's probably a good idea.
1: Probably would be more private.
0: Okay. Uh, then let's get our passes first. All right. And Dante goes and walks up to the front desk as does everyone follow him?
1: Uh, yes, yep. Laeus is Wonderful. close behind Dante. Okay. As she thinks they are matching like best friends would. But she doesn't think they're best friends. Hey,
0: Agnes, good looking. How are you doing today? We are here to pick up our mortuary passes for the six of us. Five five of us. Uh-huh. Alright, here you go. Sign the logbook for entry. And Agnes hands you all a logbook, which it seems as if it has the date, and name of every person who enters the mortuary.
1: Elias ponders whether or not she should sign as Dean Gulberry.
0: What does Elias sign as?
1: Can I roll a knowledge? Sure. In Intelligence?
0: Now, what, what are you trying to determine?
1: Whether or not I should sign as Dean Gulberry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can assume that it honestly doesn't matter <laughs> because... They know your real name and they have a listed alias under your name. So it is Alias Dean Goldberry is what's listed on your identification.
1: Then she'll she'll just sign with her signature Alias.
0: Okay, very nice. Alias Dean Goldberry I'm no. <laughs> do
1: you, Elias Iman. No.
0: What you Alias, You have the title Dean Goldberry. <laughs>
1: I don't quite care if she wouldn't sign Dean Goldberry if she don't think she need to.
0: That's fine. I'm saying, but on your identification, it has the listed alias of the Dean of Goldberry. (laughs) (laughs) It's an apparently very nice school. Okay. You sign your name regularly, as does everyone else, I presume. And and eventually you just get these little identification cards. They're little lanyards with a picture of your face on it. Uh, And you are escorted by Dante over to an elevator.
1: Hmm, a little more elevator.
0: Uh, This elevator, in contrast to the one you have previously seen, Elias, actually does have buttons numerating the floors. It appears as if you are on the ground floor, but there is a second floor going up and there are three floors going down. Hmm. And you make your way to the basement floor level one. Uh, So what what, what are all of the other floors? Oh, those, uh, second floor, that's administration. So, you know, that's where all the bureaucratic stuff goes down, all the paper pushes, all that kind of stuff. The head of the Bureau of Medical Assistance is up there.
1: Who's that? Uh, The
0: head of the department's Dorothea Hmm. Other than that, we're going to the emergency surgical ward and also the mortuary.
1: (laughs) I was going to ask why would they would be going to emergency surgical ward before they are already dead?
0: Uh, yeah, simple. Normally, uh, people who go to the emergency surgical ward end up in the mortuary, so they just put them right next to each other.
1: Mm, that is prime planning. Well done.
0: Pretty good efficiency. Uh, after that, the basement floor level two, that's where the mental rehabilitation facilities are. And the basement level three is just the maintenance closet. It's where all the, uh, the water channels come from and also where the electricity is housed for the generators. A lot of the government buildings are completely self-sufficient on their own power supplies.
1: Interesting. That That. is actually very helpful information.
0: And after a few moments, couldn't be but a mere seconds, you hear a ding, and the elevator door opens. And you make your way, led by Dante, down to the mortuary. Pushing through the double doors of the entranceway, you enter a very large room with overhanging industrial lights. There are numerous metal tables about the place, but three of which have bodies laid upon them. Standing beside which, you find both Draken and S. What took you guys so long? S, no. I have been here for three hours. Close to four now.
1: I was also... uh,
0: She was being interrogated.
1: Yes. Against my will And handcuffed
0: I mean, I told you guys to expect this You should have planned accordingly That's just Oh, you should
1: stuff. have planned accordingly as well If you knew it was coming
0: Just in plan You should have blocked out a time frame For your interrogation And just been honest It would have made things a lot quicker
1: Oh, yes Because we knew that we were all going to be there
0: I told you That Then you happen. were the
1: one That should have known Passes Bye-bye It is in pace um, Snow is not with us She has main reason why we are late if we are on this stage, she didn't like the handle or the cute little blonde boy that she is with.
0: Oh, what Luca? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, who doesn't like Luca?
1: It's no. Apparently, she is prejudiced against blondes.
0: Mm, that makes a lot of sense. Drake mm. ruffles his his <laughs> hand
2: through his blonde hair.
1: I <laughs> forgot oh he had blonde hair.
2: Oh, that does make sense. Mm.
1: Maybe, uh, maybe you have this something to do with that. Anyway. Uh, beside the point, uh, what what what, uh, what have you been doing? When, well, we're going to need to wait another hour for a uh, magic man to be able to prepare his spells. Uh. but I have a, you know, there is a, apparently a lovely pastime game that has been played in order to pass time and build friendships and relationships. Is called, as she flips through her journal, a dog, a duck, and a goose?
0: Absolutely not.
1: Why?
2: Why don't we take
0: this time to examine the bodies?
1: Mm, Okay.
2: I am going to go prepare my spells. I will see you all in an hour. Also, the mortuary examiner will be here
0: relatively soon. And? He has done a more thorough investigation on the bodies, so he knows know specifically what happened to them and when it happened to them, and we can start building a time frame from there.
2: That'll be really helpful, actually, because then we can make sure their story lines up and they aren't lying to us or mm. giving us incorrect information.
1: So would you like to know what we found out already?
2: Yeah, we'll we'll discuss this. You go and he just go points to his back thing, room Daniel, over there.
1: In private room.
0: All right, so he points you over to a back room on the far left-hand side.
2: And Daniel's going to go uh, into that back room and start preparing spells.
1: Just a a quick question. Elias is alone with just men? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. hmm.
0: And S. So, Daniel, you walk into this back room, which actually has on the door kind of engraved into the glass. It just says, Office. And you turn the handle and enter in.
2: Can I roll a perception check to see what is inside this office? Go for it. Yeah. 23.
0: As you make your way into this office, you see that it is a disheveled mess and appropriately matching the office, you see a disheveled individual sleeping on a couch in the office. It seems like the couch is connected to the same wall as the door is, so as you open up the door, the couch is immediately to your right. As you go further into the office, there are two chairs on one side of a desk and one chair on the other behind the desk and a typewriter on the desk but there are papers strewn all over the place and a number of filing cabinets laying about but this individual is currently resting it would appear and it's quite apparent because they are snoring quite loudly hmm
2: daniel shrugs and just goes to sit in one of the chairs and starts preparing his spells wonderful and we will be back to you
0: meanwhile while alias is having this revelation that she's currently the only female in the room the door behind you swings wide open. All right. Me and Snow, we came up with an ultimatum. If I wear this blindfold, I don't see anything, and I can wait right here by
1: this door. Snow, you made her wear blindfold? No, I chose to do this. Aw, Selena, you are so brave. I just knew that we should
0: probably have Snow with everyone else. We sent all the other handlers back to the house. It's the only way Snow would agree to come. Wow, Snow.
1: Uh, well, I guess this is better. Uh, I have had recent revelations about some things that uh, might be useful information for group to know.
0: Yeah, like for the example that Elias said that uh, you all being late is entirely your fault.
1: <laughs> Drake you snitch.
0: Oh, I just enjoy watching internal guild conflict.
1: Can Elias elbow Draken?
0: You were not near him.
1: Oh, never mind. I want you She to shoots a glare of intimidation. I mean... It's twenty two intimidate, but like
2: it's not gonna work.
1: It's not it's it's more to Yeah yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I want you to understand. You know that look that you get from somebody where they're completely calm and but they're seething with anger. You can feel it. It's palpable, but there is no visible Mm -hmm. reaction. Yeah. Just pure calm. she now.
0: Oh yeah, that's the first thing she said when uh when she barged in the room. I asked why you were late and she said snow.
1: Fascinating. Yes, everything is my fault. I've done everything wrong since the very beginning. Uh, It don't matter. uh, We did have Uh, trouble choosing of who to get in and out uh, 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 because of you and your (laughs) prejudice against one people.
0: yes, I would stop. (sighs) I haven't seen her like this many times. When I have, normally there are dead bodies following it.
1: Well, we are in a morgue. Anyway, important information.
0: Just because the scenery is serendipitous doesn't mean we need to fit it very well. Okay. Let's not add more dead bodies to these shelves.
1: Elias brings up, so glad I'm not in this room.
0: And Selena, out of her inventory with her blindfold on, just holds out an olive branch. She pulls it out of her bag.
1: You hear it uh, snap. With the, oh, I was going to say, with this help. And they I, She doesn't even touch it, just the emotional trauma of it. I, I guess
0: it wouldn't. And she puts it back in her bag.
1: Elias brings out her journal. Would you like to uh, know what I have deduced? Uh, what have you deduced? Well, first off, we found out that most of the government buildings are individually powered. Yes. In basement. Uh-huh. So in order to pull off the type of trick that was done at Gallet, it would have been at least a two to three person job? One. Two, person that goes down there needs to have a, somewhat of a high clearance too, so it needs to be someone that was real, you know. Yes, which would fit the whole description of Camille Lacimus's group. Exactly, or someone else. Three, it would have to be done in concession or a timed thing. Yes, but also you have to consider how long it took for them to hang up the body and get it to be there on the chandelier. There were no footprints really to be found outside of the singular set that were upstairs in the ceiling. Okay. So, two person job. No, there's something else going on. There's no tread to the footprint. There's just the f- size. S, did we get a size on that? 13. It needs typed.
0: Yes, this is a typed message. You just get the number 13.
1: That's a big foot. Pro- most likely, man or woman. She looks Elias up and down. Do you see your shoe size? mean
0: what, what if someone with small feet wore a bigger shoe to throw us off their scent?
1: Hmm. I mean that is a possibility.
0: And what it, if they didn't have a tread because they wore a bagger or, or like had a special shoe manufactured with a flat sole?
1: Or they just wore something over top of shoe.
0: Dang, it, I was also gonna say that.
1: Or but it was I the, something. I thought is the
0: manufactured it... shoe would be cooler. And that would also be a lot easier because then we would just go to the shoe manufacturer and say, hey, who ordered this special shoe?
1: But there was no tread.
0: That's what I'm saying. They would have made a spe- ordered a special shoe without a tread.
1: You know cobblers exist, right?
0: Yeah. So you just have to go around to all the cobblers in the town and ask who ordered a size 13 specially this manufactured treadless city, shoe. a city, Wilson. Yeah?
1: A city. Yeah? Do you know how many cobblers there could be in a city? Well, I think we might want to... Uh...
0: You just get another message, 17.
1: 17? That's a lot of places to track down. And there's no guarantee that they'll be honest or even know what we're talking about. It could be a waste of time.
0: It could be, or it could be the clue that breaks the case.
1: (sighs) All I'm saying is we're looking for someone with higher clearance. So people on lower scale would not be a a suspect. Also we remember we are working with multiple people, so some sort of organization. It could be or it could not be maybe it's a revolution or it could be somebody has an invention that lets them shut off the power from a certain distance away and it could actually just be a singular person <gasps> like but an EMP something like that electromagnetic pulse then you would know what I would talk about I think I think we all know what an EMP is are you sure
0: I don't think the NPCs know
1: what that is what an
0: EMP is, but that's besides the point.
1: Wow, just blatantly call them NPCs.
0: Nah, it's fine. They don't know what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, I see. I know. It's fun. Uh, What's Dante's reaction to that?
0: Uh, both of the handlers kind of are just standing to the side. They're sat back a little bit further than all of you. You are all more so towards the center of the mortuary, discussing your various tactics. Meanwhile, they are both currently standing on either side of the entranceway, kind of minding their own business, just generally observing. Uh, making sh- and also keeping eyes on what's happening outside of the room as well as what's happening inside.
1: It is too early in the morning for this. Well, let's just wait and see if we can get either Daniel in here or whoever the uh, examiner, whenever he gets here. So, what do we do in the meantime? We wait, like yes. normal people.
0: And time passes by as you discuss your tactics and your various theories and ways in which you may enact these to get further information on the case. But eventually, Daniel is disturbed during the middle of his preparation. No, I'm kidding. You are finishing up your preparation and you get all of your spells selected and you're getting ready to walk Mm -hmm. out the door. But as you turn the handle to open the door, "Ah! what's going on? Oh. Oh, goodness, look at my watch. It's time to go. Okay, nope, we got to get out of my office. I don't know who you are, what you're doing in here, but you're not allowed to be in here. Daniel opens the door and leaves. Okay, great. And you see as this individual with messy black wavy hair uh, grabs a set of glasses, puts the, thro- throws them on, and also walks out the door f- behind you. Okay, okay, I am sorry I am late, everybody, but do not fear for sure. Wait, wait, well, wait. Sure, sure. <laughs>
1: you, was he in the air with you?
0: Mm-hmm. Do not fear, for sure. Weberly is here.
1: I am not frightened.
0: Okay, well, that's good. So, I'm the medical examiner, and I wanted to point out a few key points of interest. So, oh. follow me over here.
1: Okay. So, he makes his way. So. Aleus wants, uh, can I guide Selena?
0: So Well, no, Selena is kind of like just picked the stool and is kind of like dootsing her feet around. Oh, oh gotcha. And you. as soon as she hears that the medical examiner is out, she just puts her hands and covers them with her ears. <laughs> um, and you just see Arachne kind of dangling there on her shoulder, and it sounds like she's quietly discussing things with Arachne. Uh, you can tell this because uh, Arachne is communicating with flag language.
1: Um, we can't even see her. She's, she, like, she, uh, she's blindfolded.
0: Yes, but but okay. So Arachne innately speaks with her hands, but Selena can talk with her. So Arachne, Arachne
1: is Italian. Yes, mm.
0: Arachne is just about as Italian as you and the rest of these uh, mafia members are. All right. So pick your lucky number one, two, or three. Which one do you want to dirt on first?
1: Uh, number one.
0: Number one. Okay. So this, which is the first body found, that's why it's number one. Mm. I thought that was a little self evident, but just to be clear, now with that being said. So it has been about seven days since this body was wrapped off. Now, the interesting thing about this body is the body was found relatively late after it's been dead. It had been dead for about two or three days before we actually found it. Here's the interesting thing is she was found at the bottom of a lake nearby, but he works at a garbage disposal company run by John Terrell, And that is where the connections start, because the second victim The second victim also works for Zantara, but the weird thing is, is they have these burn marks on their neck, which the third victim is lacking.
1: The first victim also has burn marks on neck.
0: So the first victim and the second victim have burn marks on their neck. The first victim has electrical, electrical burn marks on the left side of his neck, while the second victim has electrical burn marks on the right side of their neck.
1: So one was approached from behind, the other one right in front, probably.
0: More than likely. If we're assuming this statistical probability of someone being right-handed, which is highly more prevalent, then that would mean that the first victim was actually a victim of self-defense. That they were hit with a, with some form of electrical device, potentially a taser, directly from in front. Which would mean that the second victim was taken from behind. Now, the strange thing is, is that the third victim doesn't have that characteristic tying them to them, which means that he must have been abducted in some other way.
1: He was beaten over the head. Or the third body's not connected really at all, in the same way that it could be just a distraction from the main two bodies.
2: Which is possible. Or there's a fourth we haven't found yet. The other interesting thing is the change
0: of behavior. For you see, the first body has those pre-mortem electrical burns. And the cause of death is a bolt in the skull. But then there is a post-mortem effects of holes in the hand, feet, and knees. First body. Cause of death, bolt to the skull. Post-mortem, holes in hands, feet, and knees. Broken bones and bruises, all done post-mortem.
1: Hmm. Where Maybe at- to make it look like they were tortured?
0: Potentially.
1: Or it's, it could be the presentation of it.
0: But when we received this body, it was already in a state of decay, which makes me think that it was kept for a longer period of time. Interesting. Likewise, the second body was also found in a state of decay, which means that both of them were kept for a long period of time. But the third body was found without that same pattern. So once again, the first body and second body have both electrical burn marks and a state of decay indicating a long keep time, but that the third body does not keep these characteristics.
1: Hmm. Using my knowledge from deviant thoughts, it sounds like your murderer is starting to figure out his rhythm.
0: Potentially. That's what I thought too. But here's the problem. Remember how I said that the first body had post-mortem bones broken and holes in their hands, feet, and knees? Hmm. The third body had this. So there were post-mortem, cause of death, still bolt in the head, holes in hands, feet, and knees, broken bones as well. But the second body didn't follow the same pattern. The second body, cause of death, was still a bolt in the head. But the broken bones, as well as the holes in hands, feet, and knees, were all done pre-mortem.
1: While well, he was alive.
0: While she was alive still.
1: The second body probably might know who did that. It's quite
0: possible. But, I mean, unfortunately, I don't have any ways of asking them. All I can do is examine and make my theories.
1: If you could ask them, what would you ask them?
0: Hmm. That's a good question. I mean, the main thing that intrigues me is the fact that you mentioned that the third body which was, was taken via the blunt force trauma to the back of the head, which is indicated. Mm. So that was clearly the method of capture, which is very different from the first method of the first two corpses.
1: Hmm.
2: Sir, is there any way we could get all that information, like, on a sheet of paper, Uh, so we don't forget all of it? I
0: do have the examined-bodied manuscripts, but normally those can't be released to the public for security purposes. Now with that, though, you can...
1: It's okay. We can just take a look at it, and Elias looks at Daniel and does a little camera motion with a wink. Because we have cameras mm-hmm. that we can use.
2: Daniel nods, understanding that she's talking about the camera we all have. Yeah, just a look would be enough, I think.
0: All right, if you follow me into the back room over here, I have all the paperwork filed. And you would go back with him and you would examine his paperwork, having appropriate documentation to refer to later on during the investigatory process to hopefully help
2: connect some of the dots. Uh, and we all take pictures of it, just to be perfectly clear.
0: Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I have not watched as many. Memini, uh, Memini. uh I haven't watched nearly as many criminal investigation shows as clearly Snow has.
1: I have not watched any.
0: And and that's what I'm meaning. I haven't watched any of them. So uh, yes. Uh, maybe maybe we should get um Herlock Sholmes on the case once again, and she could figure it out.
1: Are you talking about Snow's cute outfit?
0: Yeah, I heard about it.
1: Yeah, and. Oh. I'm still in my onesie. Yeah, I was kind
0: of curious why a dinosaur came into my mortuary, but I thought it rather rude to ask, especially since you have privatized personnel license. So I figured maybe this was just part of the process.
1: Ah, Normally, I
0: like listening to smooth jazz while I cut open corpses. It makes it much more intimate.
1: I don't know what you expect me to figure out, d Wilson. It's been a long day. Apparently, I didn't sleep well. But I, I don't morning? think any
0: of us slept well, to be perfectly honest.
1: I, I slept fine.
2: I slept fine.
0: Okay, apparently, me and you and Selena, Selena, how'd you sleep? Ah, pretty bad.
2: I mean, to be fair, I was concerned that I was going to die, given the fact that there was sleeping gas coming out of the vent. Hey, but like,
1: all I know is I went to sleep naked and I woke up in somebody's on somebody's couch. Mmm, pretty suspicious. That's what I said. I uh, slept, walk somewhere again. I think.
0: So why don't we try that whole, uh, speak with dead thing? That seems to be pretty effective.
2: Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull up my messages and ask S if he has any questions he wants to ask the body.
0: Hmm. All of the questions I would like to ask are for the most recent body because it is the weirdest one. But we already did that. So I cannot.
2: I'll type back to him. We can try in another six days. Okay. So I'm going to close the messaging app and I will cast my first speak with dead spell on the first guy.
0: Wonderful. Once again, you see as this magic aura begins to surround the corpse and up from it, the aura raises seemingly a spirit of the being, but this time it is one with Bolt still in head. The spirit seems uncomfortably positioned, not exactly natural, contorted in various ways, which seem immensely uncomfortable. And again, it's head cocked slightly to the side with bolt drilled straight through the forehead.
2: This is a question for the GM. Hmm? Is the body. Is the physical body. The physical body is still, but there seems to be like a spirit hovering over it. No, no, no. It's not that. It's more that does the physical body's position reflect the spirit's position in like how its limbs are no. and how it's. Oh. That's unfortunate. Thought I could help him be more comfortable by. Unfortunately,
0: moving. not, no. The physical body is laying pretty much just like straight flat, head straight on, uh, but this one seems a lot more malformed and uncomfortable for some reason.
2: Hmm. Hello, sir. Who killed you?
0: The silence of the metal room almost begins to echo under this individual's strained and hoarse voice as he begins to speak almost in riddles. Comes by day, taken by night, starting again
2: until all is right.
1: Well, that was a lot more cryptic than the other guy.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Daniel, what the hell is this? This is a spirit.
0: Yeah, I'm aware, but, like, all of the others have given us, like, straight answers.
2: I mean, the first, well.
1: Maybe wh- this guy was a jerk in real life.
2: <laughs> I'm going to put Dante in view of the spirit and hey, kind but, of. But, yeah, what do you want me to do? What's yeah. this? He might recognize you. But well, I don't I don't I barely know this guy. He might recognize you, now, shush. Fine, what do you want me to ask? Still figuring that one out. Give me a second, man.
1: Oh no. Dante just asked a question.
2: What do you want me to ask?
1: But he didn't <laughs> ask it. That doesn't matter. He asked a question.
2: To be fair, that's not useless.
0: So. Scream and I shout, hence I put out bolt in the
2: head said easier dead. Oh, right, I should explain. We only have five questions. No, now we only have three. He'll answer any question posed.
0: That would have been really good to know before we started talking out
2: loud. Yeah, we can try again in a week. That is a whole week. Indeed, Indeed that, is how, that is how time works.
0: We should probably pick our next couple of questions a little bit more carefully, guys.
1: Okay, Dragon, ask him question, smart guy.
0: What is the last thing that you remember? Doth tolls the bell, signifies hell, ticking the clock, tracking my stock. Yeah, I ain't got nothing. This guy's being cryptic. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to take this to some, uh like, old voodoo lady who only speaks in riddles and see if she can translate this to English.
1: Yeah, I don't know, guys, if we're going to be able to get anything from this. I mean, we still have two more they don't usually repeat their cri- their their answers. We can also ask third man. I mean second man. We have two more questions with this one, but I swear if I get another riddle, I'm just going to end up throwing this clipboard across the room in a fit of rage and walking out that door. And I'll probably come back in like five seconds, but still. Oh, uh, let the marketician ask questions since uh, he would know what to ask.
2: I- I'm going to I'm going to tell the mortician. Ask your question very carefully. No yes or no's. Okay.
0: Um. Let's see. I'm trying to think. Well, here's the thing. So we know that this, these bodies were held captive for a relatively long time. Generally, when you hold people captive, you want something from them. Which means the real question is: is the question is why he died. Morning the maker no one to fix the toy quickly breaking
2: left in a ditch
1: Hmm. yeah no heck i'm not writing that one down
2: wait wait, wait, wait. i'm going to message Elias. the spirit can't read messages okay <laughs> good just making sure can i get everyone in the same text group chat Yeah.
0: you can make group chats
2: okay excellent well except everyone for, that's a pc except for the npcs so right right, right. And except for them and selena because i don't think selena wants to be involved in this And I'm going to suggest that I ask him what was the room he died in like because if the rooms are similar then we have a common threat. If they're not, then we're lacking a common threat. Or Uh, we could ask him if he remembers any smells because that ammonia smell from the third guy.
1: Or we could ask them what the information they wanted from him was since he was killed captive. Either works. We still have a second body, but we're trying to find a correlation. So whatever so we ask, u- we should repeat for correlation purposes. I would use the room question.
2: Do Drake and N, S or Wilson say anything? I mean, uh, I particularly like the uh, where question due to the fact that
0: we got a pretty vivid description of what it was like previously, which if he does speak in a riddle, at least then maybe we could cross-examine it compared to the actual description we got and maybe make some correlations to some key phrases he's making.
2: Okay. Yes, yes. So I'll ask him, what was the room you died in like? Mm. Is everyone in agreement over that?
1: Yes, yes.
0: Yeah, that sounds yes. good to me. I mean, okay. It's kind of bystander here.
2: So I'm going to close the text channel and I'm going to ask the spirit, what was the room you died in like? Tick tock, tick tock. Curtains at nine,
0: mindful of time. Schedule is key, lest I be free. And the spirit does dissipate.
1: This might be a dumb question. Is there a clock tower in town?
0: Uh, yeah, there actually is a clock tower in town. There are a couple of various clock towers in town, but there's one main one in the town square.
1: Toll the bell. There's a ticking clock. We've heard this mentioned at least three times in what he's talked about.
2: This is true. This is true. So he is most likely in riddles referencing.
1: It could have been somewhere he either had a view of the clock tower or a time. So just Mm -hmm. investigate surrounding area of clock.
0: Yeah. Like I said, there is the main clock, but there are a couple of other minor clock towers situated on the outskirts as well.
1: Maybe look at main one first since it is probably around the main political buildings, I assume.
0: I mean, we definitely could.
1: How far is that from the waste disposal sites?
0: Oh, it's a pretty good distance. All the waste disposal sites are on the outskirts. There's none within the main city, so you'd have to travel out of town, which means you'd have to get past security or find an alternate route where you wouldn't be detected.
1: But where is the nearest clock tower to those waste disposal facilities?
0: Uh, I mean, I could pull up a map for you, and we can cross-examine where all of the bodies have <laughs> been
1: found. <laughs> Maps. Show well,
0: I mean, I, Wilson. I could, yeah, I, I could definitely work on you with that. Uh, we, I'll examine the bodies. I mean, uh, examine the drop-off locations with uh, Draken and see if we can kind of correlate, like, a radius in which the, the hunting grounds and effective square is. Normally, individuals don't move too far out from where they actually are. Draken and and Wilson kind of go off to the side in order to work on that and cross-compare a couple maps of the town.
2: I'm just going to wait for them to come back because I want as much information to go off of as possible.
0: So, after a short period of time and a couple of maps laid out upon one of these metal examining tables in the mortuary room, eventually Wilson comes back and he has a number of circles drawn uh, on a large map. Each one is roughly a 10-mile radius. Uh, so if you guys see here, the the two waste disposal sites are both within 10 miles of one another with the epicenter kind of centralizing around the same like two, three mile radius on the northern outskirts of town. Uh, now, the only interesting thing is the, uh, so yeah, so the, the one person worked, oh wait, let me, let me double check. Uh, let me make sure I have all this right. Uh, yeah, the first person worked as a waste management individual kind of like guarding the area and he interestingly enough was found in a lake and then the second body he was actually the manager of the mine up north which means he was taken a really far time away from where he actually works unless he was taken somewhere from the outskirts because he does live in the northern outskirts so it's possible he was jumped on his way home we don't know. Hmm. Hmm. So everything kind of centralized around the northern outskirts, but then you have the problem with the third body, which kind of pulls the Ampa center more sort towards the city. So the only place where they all overlap is on the northern edge of the city, right by the wall.
1: Maybe we could set up some sort of sting operation and use someone that's bait.
0: Yeah, but there's no guarantee of who this person might take.
1: And we don't know why they were taken, so... If we don't know the why, then we can't really set up a good sting operation.
0: Yeah, none of them really have similar characteristics. They all have relatively differing jobs. The only thing that's common is the fact that they're Don Terra's men, but he has literally hundreds of people who are his subordinates, whether it's in the mines or the trash facilities or the courier service.
1: Yeah, I got nothing. This is not my expertise. I I am a student nurse. I, um, I can look at this body and say, yeah, he dead.
0: I mean, that's pretty useful, It's being able to tell when people are dead, Snow, so good job. Yeah. Look, Wilson, you're alive. Thanks. Mm. You're alive too, Snow. Keep it that way.
1: Thanks, Wilson.
2: So, for the second body, well, let's at least hope that he's not Mr. Cryptic like the first one.
1: And also, let's play in questions before we ask.
2: I think the questions we can keep are, who killed you?
1: What was the room?
2: What was the room? Uh, What's the last thing they remember?
1: That's three.
0: Oh, uh, I mean I kinda liked the uh if we're running with a hypothesis that they're being held for something, uh we could once again ask uh what did the person who took take you want. That's true.
1: Also remember a uh, second person had the um, uh injuries pre mortem, so like uh, they were tortured as them for, for what.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well doesn't that go with the question I just kind of asked, like, what did they want from you? That would kind of go in line with why they were tortured.
1: Yeah, you could just ask them why they were tortured.
0: You could just ask them why you were tortured. That's true. Uh, we still have one more question. Reikon, do you have any ideas?
2: Uh, we might want to leave it open in case we, in case yeah. the person who we ask gives us information that makes us think of another question. Probably a good idea. All right, Mr. Magic Man, want to wave your hand? So I will once again cast Speak With Dead on, but this time, on the second guy. A similar magic aura begins to surround
0: them, and once again the spirit of the dead is raised, and this person also takes a very similar form to the first. Once again, bolt in the head, their head tilted slightly to the side, and their body contorted in painful ways. Which juxtaposes them and sets the trend that doesn't quite match with a third individual who was more so standing upright.
2: Daniel thinks to himself, oh my god, we're going to get riddles again. Uh, At least this sets a precedence. Daniel just nods and he asks the first question, who killed you?
0: Run it again for my dear friend, all that he lost, we paid the cost, but the show must go on even for one. I'm going to kill him. I know he's already dead. I'm going to kill him.
1: Daniel? Wait, hold on. I said Snow would do something. She forgot to do it earlier. Hold on. Let me just... She throws the clipboard across the room, storms out.
0: <laughs> did you just straight up leave? you Did you come back?
1: Five seconds later, she comes back. Okay. And then comes and picks up the clipboard. All right. Now I've gotten that out of the way. Continue.
2: Daniel thinks to himself, this is a touch of a pickle. Continuing to think to himself, but at least we now have a precedent... And these first two bodies aren't saying the same things as the third one. So we might in fact be dealing with two bodies that were killed at very different times or two completely different killers. Interesting. That would be interesting indeed because... Don't ask any questions, please. No, I'm I'm just thinking
0: out loud. I'm not going to ask any questions. I'll be more careful this time. But I'm just saying that the third body, when we examined it, was very different from the first two. Which that means we have a copycat killer. Was
1: this uh, I stopped myself before I anything else.
0: I didn't catch, nor did the ghost catch what you were about to ask, but it sounded like a question.
1: It the was, good job and she stopped herself.
2: herself. Uh, I asked the ghost, what is the last thing you remember? Conscience bears weight. Timing is late. Limbs do they twist. Bones do they break.
1: Yes, we would torture We know that.
2: And I kind of gesture and say... And there's another reference to time.
1: Hmm. And it was late, perhaps, at nine. Hey, hey, hey. I can speak in riddles too. Actually, rhymes. Never mind. I can rhyme.
2: Uh, I will ask him. Why were you tortured?
0: Maker is dead, crushed
2: in his head. Youthfully misled, puppets of red. And there's another. Didn't the fir- In the first guy, the first guy mentioned. A maker of some kind, too, I think. So that's interesting.
1: <sighs> Three down, two to go.
2: hmm What was the room you died in like?
0: Bellowfully mel, nine times the bell. Lost in the void, darkness surrounds. An empathy toy,
2: meaning profound. Nine again?
1: Yep, and there's that bell again.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm. I, so I'm opening up the chat and I text everyone. I think I should ask him who this maker they're referring to is because they've both talked about it.
1: Agreed. Before he says anything, I'm just going to send out to them, um, what about the Terra Splicer? Hmm?
2: What about
0: the Terra Splicer?
1: I'm just saying, wasn't it, like, difficult to make or something?
0: Yeah. Is so? the maker dead? Uh, I don't know. We'd have to look into it. We might I mean, be. I mean, the person who invented it was Don Terra. He's the one who came up with the schematics, but he's not necessarily... Yes. Actually? Yes. How do you know? Okay, okay, he's the individual who got credit for it.
1: So he probably stole it from somebody, took the credit, had it created, but then the maker ended up dying and somebody's getting revenge.
0: I mean, that is a possible theory. We can put a footnote in
2: that. Unless
0: you want to ask him something relating to that.
1: No, just go ahead and ask him who the maker is.
2: Okay, so I'm going to close the text channel and ask him... Who is this maker you're referring to?
0: Tick-tock goes the clock. Hour is nigh, mournfully sighs. He's setting the scene almost serene. The director he knocks, head with a rock. And then he fades.
1: Draken, who's the director?
0: What do you mean? There an I mean, there's the High Council members.
1: Is anybody missing? Or was anybody replaced recently?
0: Not in the High Council.
1: Hmm. Hmm. A director uh, of some sort was replaced. This entire uh, city thrives upon the idea of I mean, somebody inventing something. If, for example, a uh, Director, stage, curtains.
0: I was about to say that there were a lot of things talking about plays. One of the yes. things he said is curtains at nine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and director, maker, he, maybe a play? Is there a he, theater?
0: Oh, uh, I mean there are occasionally theatrical performances held at various political buildings, but none have been held recently. Uh, I mean, they practice a lot of their performances before they take on stage, but nothing has been scheduled to release recently. Mm. I don't think it's a dead end. I just don't have any more information on it.
2: No, no, I understand what you're saying. It's just frustrating. We can't get straight answers from these people.
1: Well, I am still on my theory, somebody stole something they weren't supposed to have and somebody's not happy about it and is getting revenge.
2: That would possibly explain why the terrorist splicer exploded the other day.
1: I mean, if somebody was murdered that wasn't any of these, like these few were murdered, but their heads were bashed in, the second person's head was bashed in, similar to whoever this director might be, it's definitely symbolic of something that happened. And I'm thinking that the puppet... It's a puppet something. It's a puppet show. show? Puppetry? Mm Puppetry. Mannequins. They have those bolts in their arms and their hands so that they can flex.
2: Right. That makes perfect sense. So somebody's pulling the strings from the background.
1: Maybe not that. Maybe it's something more literal. Like an actual... Like we might be on the right track with the whole performance of some kind. Are there any people here who create mannequins or robotics? Uh... I mean, like, that would specify more of, like, the mannequin sort?
0: Uh, I don't know. I've never really looked into that.
1: Well, that's a lead.
0: I mean, we could look into this. If you want, I could try and get in contact with some people.
1: Well, Yes, do oh, it. Oh,
0: okay, well, well it. Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll be I, back. I okay, fine. And Draken heads off the scene.
1: <laughs> if Zana were here, she'd freak out if we mentioned mannequins. Uh, why? Uh, there was an incident in a basement White... No, he can't be on this floor. No. Oh, no. No, no he cannot be on this floor. Oh. He is. He's on this floor.
2: Are you talking Dr. about
1: Vasquez? Vasquez is here. Or he might not be alive anymore.
2: But he could have been at some point.
1: He could have been on this floor. Maybe he escaped from this floor, went down to the previous floor, but he's been missing for so long.
2: That would make sense, given the fact that we saw... Oh, yeah, I did not mannequins- want him.
1: Mm. The puppetry? Somebody isn't happy.
2: Yeah, that that is a safe assumption. But yeah, Dr. Vasquez would make sense, given the fact that he had his obsession with mannequins. He's been missing for a really long time, and he was an incredible inventor.
1: But the question is, which floor is he originally from? And if anybody's seen him... Is he NPC who can move through floors?
2: I mean, technically how these...
1: Like, gestures to lower your voices and kind of come closer. And Elias does so.
0: Hey, you know we can also message and then people can't hear us, right?
1: But Snow's also, like, gesturing to, like, calm down the body posturing.
0: It's really effective, I promise.
1: Is this S? It's S. S, darling, we understand. S didn't go with, um... Nope. Oh. Yeah, so Snow starts to do a message. We really should be careful about talking about the whole idea of NPCs. This is something the Queen warned us about is just trying to break the immersion of the game. We have to keep it real. We have to play the game. Why, question mark? It could cause problems. How, question mark? If game characters start invading other floors, just think about the chaos. Number one, other players on other floors may be in danger. Mm. And also, I don't think the queen really wants her floor being invaded just yet. We have too much to plan still.
0: Snow, what's that supposed to mean? Nothing. What do you mean by yet and planning?
2: We can talk about that part later. The point is that Dr. Vazquez or someone related to him may be or may have been... On this floor, somehow.
1: And also because of the murders. I like how we're all probably just standing in a circle typing. Yeah, and all it's,
0: the- <laughs> it's literally like the picturesque, like, six kids in a semicircle all on their phones texting each other.
1: Except for the NPCs and can't the see the thing. Yeah. Yeah, but Snow definitely me- mentions again, just be like, we need to really be careful about breaking the immersion for the NPCs who exist on this floor. Right, For them, oh. it's real. And honestly the pain for us is real as well. You so could we need say to accept that again. Quicking Dante over there, he sliced his whole name open to try and prove to me that he was real. Huh? What did you do to him? Uh well he was being rude, so I said, Elias, you're also rude. You both need to get over your rudeness and be kinder to each you other, know number what? one. We are working on it. I this know this our first day together. You have this habit of mentioning to NPCs that they're not real and NPCs They are not Be careful. You are invading a foreign country. You have to blend in as a spy. Uh, mm. <laughs> Aleas does not um,
0: respond. Come, a message appears above her head. Aleas will remember this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what Antonio told me is that floors for them work differently than they do for us. For the, For us, they're vertical. For them, it's like it's a whole world. So, essentially, what Vazquez could have done is he could have survived the massive trek through whatever wilderness was between floor 10 and floor 15.
1: Maybe. I mean, it could be just their entire world. But at the same time, we only have so much access to certain parts of a map on each floor. So that,
2: That's true, but... For
1: them, it's real.
2: Right, right. But remember...
1: But some parts don't have magic.
2: That's true. But remember how the queen broke the game in a little bit of a way. She may not be the only one.
1: No, she definitely... She isn't. But also, um, Den can use the tree. He knows about a vertical way of traveling.
2: Right. So, there's two NPCs. Vezquez might be a third.
1: Probably, but He does seem like a diligent man. We just have to be really careful because we don't know who could be working for the game master.
2: This is true.
1: Oh, oh yeah. Snow just looks slow uh, turn.
0: If there there is a game master, don't you think he'd be able to read our messages?
1: I feel like he probably, for him, it's also a game. What? Snow, the whole reason he put us in there to keep us in there is because he wanted it to be real. But at the same time, he also gave us some level of privacy. For the queen, the queen can't use messaging systems, so she has to create an entirely separate room. For us, our privacy comes in our messages. Maybe for him, it's a guessing game as well, and it's fun for him if he has to play the game himself as well. Maybe he is in-game. He could be in-game, and we don't know who he is. It's not
0: Draken. Why are you pointing me?
1: It's not Draken. Draken's too much of an edgelord and also only cares about the money. Money, money, money. That's fair. So, uh... Also, Snow included Draken in the, I don't know if he was... Dying. I included him in the message. Yeah.
0: He's getting all these. He's just ignoring so, you because he's trying to look up information right now.
1: So, uh... Do we want to get... She's she's saying this out loud. Do we want to get out of, uh... Morg? Oh, yes, please. May I leave now? Yes, sir. We will we, we'll go, Selina. Thank Where's you. Chia, by the way? Hello? Snow turns. <laughs> get off the man's leg! Stop that! Oh! No! Bad Nacia.
0: And he kind of just like butt scoots his way over to you in shame.
1: Oh, and look, he left a tread mark. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's a little skid mark on the ground.
1: Well, uh, maybe we can reconvene somewhere and work over these stupid riddles.
0: Uh, if you want, we could go back to Casa, Casa Bernardina and the still out front.
1: Yeah, uh, sure.
2: Yeah, that's probably the best idea for now. It's the safest place.
1: That we know of.
0: As you leave the medical facilities, it seems you may have spent more time in there than you anticipated for it seems like it's nighttime or, I mean, at the very least, it's, it's definitely darker. And in fact, as you look above, there are dark and ominous clouds overhead. And as you walk out, you hear the consistent rhythm of raindrops. But with a flash of lightning, we pan over to a different scene on the other side of town, illuminated for but a moment by the electrical arc which seems to almost split the sky, and then, just as suddenly as it began, the scene is once again shrouded in darkness, if not for the waning bulb of a street lamp. A lone figure outlined as if they're dragging an unidentified mass across the ground via two ropes. Eventually, he stops once he reaches the edge of a canal, bending over just long enough to discard the now visible corpse into the rushing stream below. Peculiarly enough, Once the job is done, the figure looms overhead, unable to distinguish his face. But one thing is for sure. Quietly sobbing, his tears join the stream. This terrible nightmare to some but a dream. And that is where we're going to end it for this halfway uh, of the Odd Campaign while we take a brief break for winter. So I hope you rejoin us for the inevitable conclusion of this murder mystery.
1: All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Sword Art Online Odd Campaign. Woo! Meow. Wow. Okay, GM, calm down there on the expositions that we don't actually get to see as players. Wah! Well, beside the point, guys, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure that you follow along and continue with us on our journey by subscribing in whatever listening app that you are using, whether or not it is iTunes, Spotify. Google Podcasts, et cetera. Please make sure you follow along. And if you've been enjoying the entire series or just this episode in general, consider leaving us a review where we do have some links in the description below that you can follow, uh, such as going to Podchaser or on iTunes, which really helps us out. In addition, while we're on break, get ready because odd doggies are coming back. Woof, woof, bark, bark. Yay. Yeah. All right, so make sure you follow us on our Instagram and Twitter at Found to keep up up to date with news on that. You can also go to our Facebook, Missing Role Player Found, or you can go to our website at missingroleplayerfound.com. That's missing, R-O-L-L, playerfound.com. And... If you want to help us out in other ways, consider becoming a patron or an official founding on our Patreon, where you can donate to us monthly and get access to early releases of episodes, as well as GM nodes, maps, and some other bonus content we'll be working on in the future. Or you can also purchase stuff from our store, the Merchandise Store, and you can get hats, shirts, stickers, cups, etc. Yep. All right. So guys, make sure you do any or all of that. That'd be great. Or... Simply just come into our Discord and hang out and chat with us. That link is in the description below. So, guys, we will see you next year. In the 2021. Ooh, 2021. Oh, thank God this year is over. I was about to
0: say, hopefully better than the last.
1: Maybe the next year will be worse or better. Uh, uh, no, don't, all right, don't say guys. Sh- 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 all right, guys. So, we'll see you next year. Ooh. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.